Welcome to Foster Carolinas, connecting the Carolinas to voices of foster care. L-O-T, the place I want to be. Come and sit down, have a foster chat with me. So welcome to the podcast today, um, everyone. We are here today. We're talking in our spring podcast about outline. We're talking about who's helping. So who helps with children in foster care? Who helps Lisa, these Carolinas and supporting? And so today I'm so honored to have um, not only uh, Joey Logano in, in the in the recording room, but also we have his beautiful wife, Brittany. So welcome, guys. We're so excited to have you here. Well, thanks for having us. Yes, thank you. Excited to be here. Good. So um, we'll just jump right into the questions that I have. Um, first of all, I do want to say thank you. Without the Joey Logano Foundation, I don't know what we would do. Um, y'all have always just jumped in there when when needed and to help children in foster care. So I did want to start the podcast with just saying thank you. Thank so. you for what you guys do. You guys do amazing stuff, Susanna. So thank you. You guys do all the work. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> we just help pour a little fuel on the fire you already got going. <laughs> Absolutely. So um, what is your position in serving children in foster care and how long have you been there? I know that your your foundation, that's kind of what y'all have chosen. So talk about how you chose that and, and what all y'all are doing in that realm. Yeah. So the foundation was founded in 2013. Um, and actually before that, Joey had had an experience, I know, in Joplin, Missouri, and there was a disaster. And he decided, he said, I want to start something that helps people and give them second chances. And in disaster situations, just help with the resources that they need. And from there, it just kind of grew. So in 2013, we said, you know what? We noticed that youth in foster care and not only youth, but that 18 to 24 age range really kind of needed resources. They needed help. They needed people um, like you guys, like the other organizations that we work with, just to, to be there next to them, whatever they need, because there was a gap there. And so we noticed it and that's what we wanted to do. And they're our, they're our future. They're the ones that are going to be taking care of all of us. So, so we need it. Absolutely. Joey, do you have anything to add? She said it really well. She said it out. <laughs> exactly what it was. Um, one of the main reasons I always tell this story um, of starting the foundation is it's a lot on Brittany um, because I was a little obsessed with racing, as you can imagine. That's what my day job is. And um, Brittany kind of gave me the, the question of when you're on your deathbed, do you want people or trophies around you? And my answer to that is both because I think that you can use the trophies, right? The, the platform that God's given uh, us to to be able to reach a lot of people uh, to turn it into good. And then, um, you know, from there, obviously our hearts were, were drawn a lot towards the uh, kids and foster kids and um, kids that just haven't had the, maybe the best opportunities in their life and uh, to help them become a, a contributing member of society, right? That's, that's the goal is to break that cycle. And, um, you know, it seems like we've had work with a lot of great organization, including yours, uh, that's done some really amazing things. And, um, yeah, obviously it's been, you know, the most impactful, uh, things that we've done in our life. Well, uh, thank you so much. <laughs> um, and then I guess I was going to ask, so is there like a personal story tied to why you were drawn to serve this population of, of youth? Um, for me, there is, uh, so, so my mom was in foster care when she was young. Um, so, 
So I think that that just drew, she, she broke the cycle. Obviously there was no generational thing that kept going. She was a fabulous mom. Um, my dad's mom actually was her foster mom and then they ended up getting married and it was just, I look at her and how strong she is and everything that she had to go through. And I think that if only there was a least of these, mm-hmm. if only there was, you know, a Barium Springs or a Children's Hope Alliance, if, if only those resources were there for her, you know, and she was one of the rarities, one of the people that overcame everything with no education, no resources, no support. And she did it. But that's again, that's a rarity that doesn't happen often. Um, and so I don't want that to be a rarity, you know, that yeah. these kids should have every resource and every opportunity to succeed and to be a good parent and to be again, a good contributing member of society. So, um, so yeah, so that's, for me, that's where it touched, touches me. And that's, I, it's very personal to me. So yes. That is so yeah. awesome. Go ahead. Yeah. For, for me, you know, it's just kind of, I was born with, with, a great family, right. And, and a supportive family that supported my dreams and all that. And, you know, in, in ways, I mean, obviously it's, it's unfair, right. To, to these other kids that don't even, uh, have that opportunity or have, uh, the love around them. Right. And so, uh, obviously there's great organizations that help that, right. And help bridge that gap. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and so I think kind of understanding, uh, the way I was brought up and, um, and then Brittany's mom and how, she was brought up and how Brittany was brought up. Um, right. There's just, you want to give these kids the best opportunity possible. Right. And I think that's why these organizations are even here. Mm-hmm. Right. And so obviously our hearts are drawn, uh, towards kids and, and giving them an opportunity to, to really win in life. Well, I love that. Um, and hearing your, your mom's story about breaking the cycle, that is amazing. Um, the statistics don't lie. And, and many of those um, young people that grow up in foster care, they don't ever break the cycle. It just, that's why we have so many kids in foster care. And so kudos to your mom for breaking the cycle and being strong enough to, that's just really cool. I do find many times when people invest in, in our organization that there's usually a personal story somewhere hidden there. Um, so just, wow, your mom's a hero for, for standing up. It's hard. She doesn't like to share her story. So here I am sharing it to everybody. <laughs> well, that's <laughs> we'll okay. Do that. I don't think it bothers her, but I'm like, mom, I mean, if you're not going to share it, we got to tell people like that's what helps people. And she's like, okay, you know, I have a 26 a, a year old son. He's the same way. He just graduated with his master's this past weekend, but he doesn't want to be known as the foster kid that got his master's. He just wants to be who he is now. And I'm like, I get it. I get it. Yeah. So, yeah. um, so, well, what made you want to continue to serve this population? So you got in there in 2013 and just started serving. And what makes you just continue to want to serve children in foster care? I think that, I think once you serve them, it's kind of an addiction. <laughs> once you get to know some of these kids, you're like, oh, wow. And you see some of the change and you hear their stories and how you help them and talking to you guys in our organizations and seeing the impact. And I think that's the important thing is actually seeing the impact. Sometimes where we stand, I've noticed we've talked about it. We don't get to see the impact. You know, um, we give and and giving money is great. And that's what what changes things. But but time is really where it's at. You know, if you can give your time and you can see the impact, that's what keeps people coming. That's what keeps us coming. You know what I mean? And one of our things in our um, in our mission is to inspire others. And I feel like that's the key 
to me, it's just give your time. If you can give your time, that's enough of an inspiration because you're going to want to keep coming back. Absolutely. Um, do either of you have a favorite story that you've experienced from, from holding your position and serving these kids? Is there a, a special story that comes to mind? Oh, I think it's always, uh, I mean, some of the best stories are when they just come up randomly, right? When you go to, to an event or you visit uh, a venue and um, you hear a personal story of, of a family that, you know, a lot of times uh, it seems like in the foster care system, it happens like that. It, you know, they signed up to be foster parents and three days later, like, oh my gosh, we had this kid, we picked him up from the hospital and and, you know, it's like we, we weren't ready, but then we had these great people that helped helped out with the resources we needed and the people we needed for support. And like, cause it happens out of nowhere. Um, mm-hmm. Right. And just imagine waking up one morning and getting a call and saying, Hey, you mind taking this kid when uh, today, you know, like, Holy cow. Uh, right. I think that's just an incredible, like big time life change on a Tuesday morning, you know, like, it, like nothing that, that you really know is coming your way. Um, you know, I think hearing those stories uh, shows how incredible foster parents are. Um, is this, I, I, it's hard. I couldn't imagine, right? It's, it's, it's hard enough being a parent, but then you uh, obviously you're taking on some kids that have been, they have a past, right? They've been through stuff and they just need love and support from a, a great family. And um, it's hard to, I think a lot of times to peel back the, the layers of the onion, right? It just takes, mm-hmm. takes some time and you gotta be a uh, patient with them. Like, like this little guy over here. So, <laughs> um, but it's, uh, it's, it's amazing what these families have done. I think those are some of my favorite stories is hearing how quickly it happens. Yeah. That, that happened over Christmas. So we were at an event and there was a couple and they came up and they had, I think the baby was like six weeks old and they said, yeah, we got called three weeks ago or six weeks ago to the hospital and we just picked up the baby and they had been trying for kids. And then they signed up to be a foster parent. And again, like Joey said, like that, they had to go to the hospital and go pick them up. Um, and that that's incredible. Uh, I think another one of my favorites was we got to take some of the kids ice skating. Um, it was kind of like when we first started with, with youth and they were a little bit older, kind of that age range that, that we had wanted to serve. Um, they've, they've been through, through things, through trauma and the whole thing. And we took them skating and just seeing them like light up and just sitting afterwards and just talking to them. They just wanted to sit in front of the concessions and just talk. Uh, and that, that was really cool, but that's all, that's all they wanted. They just wanted to hang out like everybody else and just, just talk, um, and shoot the breeze. So that's one of my favorite moments looking back is just being able to do something that, so I take our kids skating and to them, they're like, Oh, whatever. But when we took them, they were like, wow, this is really cool. When are we going to do this again? You know? And, and that means something. It means something to me that it means so much to them. Those really simple things. You're so right. And I'll just take this time to share a bridge camp story from last year. Um, There's a little girl and she was leaving bridge camp. I think she was 10 or 11 years old, but we got an email like that next day from her foster mom and said, we were leaving camp. And she said, this has been the best week of my life. And so, um, I just wanted to share that with y'all because there's many bridge camp stories, but man, when we get a kid from foster care to say this was the best week of their life, um, they just can't um, usually go to these camps or do the things that all the other kids are doing. So because of you guys, we're able to provide that for them. And it really is changing their lives. And 
I mean, this year we we ran out of room for all the kids. And so um, we we are hoping to expand soon. But right now we are just going to serve the ones that we can. And, and we get to do that because you guys just make it easy. You just make it so easy. So thank you all for that. I have one final question. Um, how can other people get involved, um, support you where you are? And I think I know what you might say, but I'm going to let you all answer that question. How can other people get involved and, and help you all do what you do? Well, there's a lot, of, a lot of different avenues that we set up to uh, to reach, you know, not only race fans, but other people that also have really big hearts um, into what we're doing. And um, oh, my kid's getting a snack over here. <laughs> uh, let, me, let me help you. Yeah. Okay. Um, we, we have a few things. Obviously, uh, you can go to joylagano.com, joylaganofoundation.com. Uh, there's there's ways to, to donate there. Um, into what we're doing and what we're trying to accomplish at the Joey Logano Foundation. We have a concert coming up May 23rd, 25th, sorry, May 25th. I've had that date confused two times now. It's okay. Um, down at the Coyote Joe's in Charlotte, we got a country music concert. We got uh, Mitchell Tenpenny there. We got Randy Hauser, Lee Bryce, Lee Bryce. Trezell. We've got some big We got some, some good ones coming for that. So I think there's still some tickets left. Yay. I know that there's not many it's, it's, uh, been, been selling out pretty quickly. So, uh, if you're in town for that and you want to come join, have a good night, listen to some country music, uh, obviously you can come along and and go for that as well. Well, Also very importantly, if they can get their time, I mean, you guys or to BHA or look, look up, you know, a local home around you or organizations that help uh, children in foster care, because that's, that's one of the most important things. So yes. that's what I've noticed. That's our favorite thing to do <laughs> is actually go to the events. <laughs> yeah, the, they are fun to be there. Um, and thank y'all for the Coyote Joes. Just we got all of our staff tickets. We are so excited. And oh, we gave 10 <laughs> tickets away to some foster moms. So we're we are looking forward to having a really good time that night. Um, and so, yes, we will put the link in this um, podcast so that people can get their tickets and hopefully we'll sell out. Um and just have a good night of letting loose a little bit. And uh, I've actually never been to Coyote Joe's. So this will be my first time. <laughs> well, you're going to love it. I, if you like country music, you're going to love it. It's a great time. <laughs> we, do, we do love it. Well, thank you so much for giving us your time, for being on the podcast today and for just doing what you're doing. Joey, keep winning. Every time you win, I'm like, yay, Joey keeps winning. That's really good. Um, <laughs> so um, it, is <laughs> <laughs> it is good to win. It is good to win. And you've been doing it a lot lately. So um, just just know that Lisa, these Carolinas, our family is cheering you on every Sunday. Every time you get behind the wheel, we're praying for you as you're behind the wheel, because I know that that is a dangerous job. And so um, thank you. And Brittany, we're praying for you with with the babies at home and, and trying to keep all the schedules and all that stuff. I know that um, I've never been a race <laughs> wife, but I can imagine that it would not be an easy thing to be. Um, so thank you guys just more importantly for what y'all do for children in foster care. And on behalf of the 10,000 to 12,000 children that are in foster care in North Carolina, thank you. Cause I know you don't just give to us, you give to so many that impact um, the, their world. And so um, if they could say it, they would say thank you because there's not very many people that are investing in foster youth right now. And so the fact that y'all would take that to be what y'all stand on and what y'all support means so much. Thank you, Susanna. Thank you for everything you guys do. Thank you so much. Yeah, thank you. You guys are the true heroes. <laughs> oh, thank mm-hmm. you. 
Were you inspired by something you heard today? Well, we want to encourage you to make the next step, whatever that is. Everyone can do something for children in foster care. If you're not sure where to start, go to our website at www.lotcarolinas.com and see what you can do.